0: Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll Go. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy mindful Monday, everybody. I am recording this at 3:54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on this wonderful Monday. Um, this past week and weekend has been, you know, pretty busy with just work and a bunch of other things. And then this weekend was Halloween weekend, and Nate and I had some festivities to attend. We were Vikings, by the way. It was such a fun costume. We did it like last minute, and we went to one of those like spirit Halloween stores. Let me tell you, though, these costumes, like $40, Nate and I looked at each other, we're like, we're going to be Vikings for the next, like, 20 years. Like, if this costume that is made of, like, paper is $40, which is insane, we are going to be Vikings for the next 20 years. It, It drives me insane how expensive Halloween costumes are for the one day or maybe two days that maybe you use it for. Like, it blows my mind. Like, Halloween stores have really gripped capitalism because they know there's going to be last-minute Joes like me and Nate. And it's a Friday before our festivities on Saturday. And we're like, oh, we never got a costume. And Amazon's going to take too long. So let's go to the Spirit of Halloween store and buy $40 costumes. Incredible. It's it. It really blows my mind. But we did have um, a really good time. We really enjoyed ourselves. Um, And so this weekend was just filled with, you know, socializing, having a good time. Um, We are prepping on moving soon. And then this past week, I've been, you know, just really spending my free time, you know, grading and planning because it's the end of the first marking period. So that did definitely take up most of my time. That's why I kind of... This past week have been a little bit low on social media and, you know, creating posts and creating content and all those things because, you know, I just, you know, I had to prioritize um, some other aspects of my life. But I'm here. I'm talking with you guys. and I'm excited to talk with you guys today. And again, I am super excited to also remind you guys, and it's going to be linked in the show notes um, that I have launched. Do I have an email? I don't know who's from. Anywho's... Um, I am super pumped to share with you guys that I officially did launch my mindset coaching program. The, the post is on my Instagram at The Growth Mindset Gal. If you aren't already following me, make sure to take a follow. It's at The Growth Mindset Gal. And I also post wonderful reels and posts and everything all about imposter syndrome, people pleasing, anxiety, you know, all the things that we talk about here. I'm on the podcast. But again, I launched my mindset coaching program. And if you are interested in hopping on a free discovery call with me to kind of see if I can help you with your mindset journey, have a little discussion and you know clarify your goals and what you're struggling with and all those wonderful things. And then maybe after the discovery call, you want to go on this mindset journey with you and let me help you guide yourself to improving your mindset. I am here for you guys. So, if you're interested in applying, I'm taking three spots for three months. Uh, if you're interested in any of that, you can fill out the application form that's going to be linked in the show notes. And I am so excited to just be with you guys and, you know, help you out and just kind of because I've been through it and I understand, you know, the ins and the outs of this incredible journey that we go on. And I'm glad that I had someone to talk to um, as well with my mindset. And so I want to be that kind of support for you, the Growth Mindset Gang. So if you're interested, the application, again, is going to be linked in the show notes. All right, friends, I just want to also squeeze in here. I I was going to be reading Uh, podcast reviews for every episodes coming forward. So I wanted to hop in and share a great review that I'm so grateful for. This is from ambey25. So ambey25. That's great podcast. Allie has energy that you can feel through the microphone. Useful advice and tools come from each episode. Like that Honestly guys, these simple reviews like make my heart melt and I'm just so grateful for all the reviews that people have left because that's the impact that I want to leave with you guys. I want to give you the energy and the support and the advice to help you through things that I've been going through as well because I love having support and being able to you know, listen to podcasts and gain ideas and new information and have someone to listen to and grab advice from and also have someone that supports right? And I support you guys in every single thing that you do. And I love the support that I receive in return from you guys. And these reviews like mean the world to me. And I'm so humbled and I'm so grateful for the support, listening, the love that's being shared, you sharing you know, your favorite episodes on your stories, leaving reviews, all of those things. And I'm so happy and grateful for you guys. So Ambe 25 thank you so much for the lovely review. I really appreciate it. It's so sweet. Thank you so much. So let's get to the episode, guys. Hey, Growth Mindset Gang, have you ever been super overwhelmed, anxious, or stressed in your life due to maybe your job, your relationships, your friendships, your family, and you have all this inner turmoil and it can seem like there is no way out? I felt that way. I remember when I was on the train to work one day and I had this super influx of anxiety and I didn't even know where it was coming from. And I would talk to my friends and family and significant others about it. But I needed something more. I needed to talk to a professional. And so I started going to therapy because I realized I shouldn't live like this, and neither should you. So today's sponsor is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise and BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you the access to the help that may not be available in your area. You just need to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. That is two days, you guys. Then you schedule a secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. I actually used BetterHelp when I started my therapy journey. It was one of the first options I looked at because I felt like I was so busy all the time. When would I have time to go to find a therapist and then go to therapy? And I remember I took a very simple questionnaire and they matched me with a therapist. She was super helpful and useful. And I was able to text her whenever I was feeling anxious. And I was like, this is amazing. Right. And I know therapy can be a little intimidating at first and it kind of feels like dating and you kind of go through the different aspects and motions of it. But with BetterHelp, if you're not feeling the therapist that they gave you, they will. Switch it up and find someone better for you. So it takes the stress from you with finding a therapist that works. And you can request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And let me tell you, from my own experience with therapy, it is so amazing to talk to a professional about your anxiety and have them kind of go through specific scenarios and conversations with you so you don't feel alone and they give you helpful tools in order to take on and combat your overwhelm your anxiety and your stress because you guys know we shouldn't be living like this and we shouldn't be living stuck in our own heads and we should enjoy life and talking to a professional can definitely help with us to switch our perspective and grow our mindset. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash TheGrowthMindsetGal. That's BetterHelp.com slash TheGrowthMindsetGal. That link is going to be in my show notes. And if you're interested in therapy, this would be a beautiful, wonderful first step to see if this can work for you. And I hope you guys enjoy the services that it provides. And I hope that it helps you in your mindset journey. All right, guys, so this is just going to be a little quick one. I'm just popping on. Um, I did a poll today on my story of what type of topic would you like to talk about on today's podcast episode, and you guys voted for is between boundaries and social anxiety, and the winner is a social anxiety. I'll definitely do um, a boundaries episode next week because I just finished the um, finding boundaries and finding peace, I think. Or no, Setting Boundaries, fighting Peace. I talked about it on my live a couple of two days ago. And so I love th- that whole entire book. So I kind of want to bring it into a podcast episode. So that'll definitely be um next week for you guys. But today you voted for social anxiety, which I think gets a little bit forgotten about in like the mindset genre, the mindset realm, because whenever anxiety is talked about, it is more about the inward anxiety and the inner thoughts. Um, And so then we don't really talk about how to combat social anxiety. And on my anxiety journey and, you know, recovery and things like that and going through therapy, I realized that I had anxiety a little bit more when I was younger, but I didn't know what it was. It definitely developed first in the signs of social anxiety. I was very anxious in big crowds. I was super anxious doing small talk with people or, you know, even going to my teachers and asking for help. Um, I was super anxious with kind of, you know, being in a new environment and having to make new friends and like things like that. And that definitely bled into even my adult life where I still to this day (laughs) are I'm anxious about asking for help I'm anxious about um you know being in big crowds um I'm definitely I get a little anxious you know going into parties and things like that because I just know my social battery and parties it's really it's really great for like two to three hours and after three hours I'm like I'm like it's done so for example um this past weekend for halloween weekend um nate and i went to one of my friend kim she had a halloween party and it was so much fun everyone dressed up everyone's having a good time and we got there around i want to say like hmm, seven and then by 11 your girl was over it <laughs> like i knew it i was i started to get you know super anxious i couldn't wait to leave or well we were sleeping over so i couldn't wait to just like be done with the party and sleep over like i was just done with the socializing. And what happens a lot with social anxiety is you just, like, feel like you run out of things to say and you, like, don't really know what to do next. So then you, would like, go into a corner and kind of try and rejuvenate yourself. And that's literally what I did. I, like, sat on the couch um, towards the end of the party and just kind of was, like, scrolling, like, on social media because, like, my my battery just went low, went very, very low. And it could definitely be overwhelming to, to socialize. And if you feel that way, like that's okay, that's definitely normal to feel super anxious when you are going to parties or big crowds or big events um, or making new friends and things like that, talking to people, having small talk. It definitely is a skill, right? And so some of the things that have helped me with my social anxiety, number one is definitely setting boundaries, which again, I'm definitely gonna dive into that more um, next uh, Monday when I talk about it in that episode. But definitely setting boundaries for myself and saying no when the socializing just won't be it for me. Like knowing when I'm in the mood to socialize and I won't be anxious and knowing when to not socialize. So it's definitely okay to have Jomo, which is the joy of missing out, because you need to realize that go to things that are going to serve you and don't go to things because you think you're going to have the fear of missing out or everyone else is going, you should go. Or, you know, maybe you said yes a few weeks ago, but then this past week was like terrible and you just don't want to go. Just like reach out and say, hey, I'm not feeling great. You know, I hate to text last minute, but I'm just like not feeling it. That's okay. Okay. So first things first to really kind of combat and build your comfortability around social anxiety is to set those boundaries, okay? Also, turning on to trailing off of what I was saying with knowing what to say no to go, uh, to go to events, knowing how long you want to stay. Be like, okay, I'm going to go to this event, but I'm only going to go for an hour. Okay, I'm going to go to this party. I'm going to go for two hours and then head back home. Or... I'm going to go on this vacation with everyone and maybe I'll I'll come in later or I'll leave early. You know, set those boundaries so you don't feel overwhelmed because social anxiety can be very overwhelming and very exhausting, right? And so, just setting those clear boundaries on when you're going to go to things and how long you're going to go to things so you don't set yourself up for failure, right? With the social battery running low. Get to know yourself. Okay? A couple other things that have helped me with combating social anxiety is I'm low-key not even kidding you, practice speaking in front of a mirror. I know this sounds crazy, but there have been times where I literally, like before like an event or a party, and I knew it was going to be a bunch of new people, I like thought of like talking topics that I would bring up. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to meet a bunch of people... What are some things that I can bring up in conversation? Because, you know, with social anxiety, you kind of fear that you're not, you know, if you're in a big circle of people, you feel like you're not contributing to the conversation. You're kind of just sitting there and you're kind of self-conscious that you're sitting there. I've been there because I feel like I had nothing to contribute to the conversation or anything like that because I just kind of froze. I definitely like practice beforehand. What are some talking points I can bring into this new event that I'm meeting new people? Maybe bring up talking points of, you know, their careers maybe bring up talking points if i notice something about their clothing maybe i can ask them about their clothing maybe if they're new to you know the town i can ask them like how are you doing so far with the new you know situation new home whatever that it is think of talking points it's okay to do a little rehearsal before the show i mean it's okay because i struggle so much with like introducing and small talk like i'm really great with if i've known you for years and we're doing deep conversations yo know, i could talk to you for hours you know what i'm saying like i'm known as the friend where you could sit and talk to me about anything and we could just talk for hours and have a grand old time but if i'm getting to know you or i'd never met you before or it's more of like a professional atmosphere rather than casual you know i tend to freeze up with the small talk because well one I know a lot of people with social anxiety, small talk is terrifying and it's like really awkward trying to find a connection to talk about or you really don't even know what to talk about with this person because you feel like you have nothing in common with them. Like that's, that's okay. That's totally fine. If you know you're going to a specific event, think about things that you could talk about. Maybe it's a work event and you started a new job, right? Think about what conversations you can bring to the table. Have some conversation starters ready to go so you can kind of ease your way into conversations. It's kind of like I think about it when like when I give kids writing assignments, I give them set starters to kind of help them guide their thinking into their writing. With social anxiety come up with some conversation starters so that way you don't freeze on what to even start with. you have a couple of things to start with and then the conversations can flow very easily right? Definitely a big thing. so definitely setting boundaries right? Who do you want to hang out with? When you want to hang out with them for how long you want to hang out with them, come up with different conversations. I was like, take out your journal and be like, okay, in the next event, these are the things I want to talk to, you know, people about. So that way I have a starting point. Maybe I can even practice, you know, a little rehearsal of, you know, making eye contact, sitting up straight, you know, actively listening to people and all of those things. Because when you go to an event and you just feel like you didn't set boundaries, you have no idea what you were expecting, and you feel like you have nothing to talk about, it really does take a toll on you, right? We all feel that. We're like, I'm sitting here, and I just don't want to be here anymore, and you have no idea what to say, and you're feeling very anxious and nervous, all right? Prepare yourself. Also, to let's say you go to a party or an event or whatever that it is, and your social battery runs low right and you maybe weren't expecting it to it's okay to leave things early find acceptance with leaving places early that's all if you're able to right maybe you're at a a friend's um you know baby shower and you went there and you're feeling pretty good but then like there's that last hour or so, and you're kind of just not feeling it, you're feeling very anxious, you know, you can maybe go up to your friend and be like, hey, I had such a great time, but I'm, I'm going to head out, you know, love you. I'm glad you enjoyed my gift or whatever that is. And, you know, I'll text you with, you know, later on. And, I, you know, I just, I need to leave or whatever that it is. I'm just going to head out. It's okay to leave things early. It is okay if you get overwhelmed. It is totally fine. Okay. It's really important to be very secure with the social anxiety knowing your limits and communicating when your needs are not being met in the social you know area and then you can leave you can leave early everyone will understand and if they don't understand don't hang out with them. If they're upset that you left early, even though you communicated, hey, maybe I'm not feeling well. Hey, I'm feeling, you know, a little overwhelmed and I had such a great time. Thank you for inviting me. But I think I just need to leave a little bit early. Real friends will understand that and communicate and totally leave early. Okay. It's totally fine to do that. Okay. Also make sure uh, if you're have a little bit of, you know, social anxiety, and I've said this before, try not to double book yourself. Make sure when you have time off from work and things like that, have your social events spread out. (laughs) If you double book yourself, your social battery is going to run low and you're going to feel anxious and overwhelmed and want to go home and not be fun and all, all those things. And then you get really inside your head thinking like, oh, was I not fun? Like you think you weren't having fun and it's just a lot to take in and you're very self-critical of yourself. So make sure not to double book yourself with social events. Try your best to make sure that you have enough time to socialize, but also enough time to recharge when you need to, when you're time off. When you're going to social events, make sure you're having the situation that you're comfortable with. So Maybe instead of going with a bunch of people in a car that you don't have, like I'm like that where I feel like I don't have control and I'm very anxious if I'm going to a party with other people that I can't be like, hey, can we leave now? Right? Like I don't have the power to leave. That makes me very anxious. So maybe don't do a carpool to a party. Go by yourself. Like drive there by yourself or take an Uber or whatever the situation is. Go by yourself if that makes you feel better because then you can leave whenever you want. OK, let's say you're staying over somewhere like you're staying over, you know, it's the holiday season um, and you don't feel really comfortable, you know, maybe staying and maybe going to your in-laws house. Right. And maybe you don't feel comfortable staying there because you want some privacy. Right. Just be like, hey, like I'm excited to go, but like let's stay in a hotel. So that way there's privacy. You could still hang out. And also it's wonderful when you stay at a hotel because then you can set the limit like, hey, we're going to go back to our hotel room. So you have privacy, you have control of when you can leave situations where If you're staying at an in-laws house, you don't have the privacy, you don't have the control because you're all in like that one space, you're all in that one house. So if that doesn't serve you, maybe have a conversation with your significant other and be like, hey, like I love hanging out with your family and we go on extended vacations, we go on holidays and things like that. But I would really appreciate if like we had a hotel room, you know, I would feel a lot more comfortable, Even if you're visiting your own family for like the holidays, Maybe instead of staying in your childhood bedroom, maybe you want to stay in a hotel if that serves your social anxiety better, okay? It's really important with your social anxiety, don't feel the obligations. Don't feel like you're obligated to stay at your family's house because you're visiting them. Don't feel obligated to stay at an event a whole time if it's making you anxious and you don't feel well and like things like that, okay? Make, don't think you have to carpool with people, because they might think you're weird that you don't want to carpool with them and you want to drive by yourself, right? Be secure and confident with the limitations because you know how things are going to turn out, okay? It's really crucial to set those boundaries, all right? And like I said, these are totally normal feelings to have, right? I talk to a lot of people and even – My friends who say like they don't, you know, have chronic anxiety, but there are certain things and events that give them social anxiety. That's one of the top anxiety feels is social anxiety. So that's a completely normal thing. Okay. And so why put yourself through things that are not going to make you feel good mentally if you can just set the boundaries of what you want to do with those situations, taking your own car, staying at a hotel instead of staying in a house, right? Um, doing your time limits, okay? It's totally and completely normal. You have my support to do that because when you go to social events, you want to have fun. You want to have fun with your family. You want to have fun with your friends. You want to have fun with your significant other, Right? And you don't want this dread of overwhelm hanging over you when you do social events. And in order to kind of feel a little bit better in those scenarios, right, because nothing's perfect, in order to feel better in those scenarios, try the things that I'm saying. They're very small things. They may not change your life, right? They may not work for every situation, but these are tiny, small things that can help you combat the everyday social anxiety that you feel when you go to events with friends, family, significant others, in-laws, and things that. Especially now that it's November, we got all the holidays coming up. Okay? So just to put a bow on this really quick episode is that how to combat social anxiety in tiny, small ways, right? Quick little things is one, setting boundaries, setting boundaries on the time you spend at these social events, setting boundaries, maybe the people that you even hang out with at these social events, setting boundaries on where you're staying at these social events, setting boundaries on to maybe if you're even going to this social event at all, this is a yes or a no, okay? Then once you get those all in place, create some Conversation starters, right? If you feel super awkward doing small talk, right? Find some conversation starters. I remember I love my friend Angeline and I always admired her because she can, like, literally, she's one of those people that could talk to anybody. You know what I started doing? I even told her this. I started, like, observing what were the conversations, what were the things that she would bring up to keep conversations with, like, new people going. And what do you do? You ask people about themselves. And then that can gear up to conversations that maybe you have a connection with. Right. So I observed her doing that. There are also so many like amazing videos on like YouTube and things like that where they show you how to, you know, how to communicate, how to do your conversation starters. If you have a little bit of social anxiety and you're afraid of small talk and things like that, there are plenty of resources out there. There's even books out there. If you even Google it, there's books out there to help. Um, with social anxiety. I personally have not read any specific ones about social anxiety, but it's definitely a, a topic that I want to get into in self-development books that I read, but I see them everywhere. I just haven't read any of them yet. So use those resources to help you. Okay. Because you, when you go out, you want to have fun. You want to have a good time and it's fun meeting new people. It's exciting meeting new people. So in order to kind of give you a head start on those situations. Do a couple of things that I said in this episode today and hopefully that can slowly but surely inch your way closer to being a little bit more comfortable in social situations, kind of ease, right? Your social anxiety necessarily isn't going to go away and that's totally fine. But these tips are just help, you know, here to help you just ease the social anxiety a little bit more. So I hope you guys enjoyed this really quick episode. I just want to hop on and talk to you guys real quick. I got to actually speaking up, I need to hop off here and go to therapy <laughs> that because it is Monday and that's when I therapy every two weeks. So that's where I'm going to be heading. And if you enjoy this episode, please make sure to share it on your story. Tag me in it. I would love to see it. Or if you want to comment on the episode post of some of your takeaways, I would also love, love, love to see it. And If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to go to um, Apple podcast, leave a five-star review. I'm going to be reading them on the podcast episodes. And if you're interested in my mindset coaching program, the link is in my show notes if you want to apply for a free discovery call. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.